Welcome back to another episode of the Dude from Los Angeles podcast. Today, out here in the uh, back patio of El Café, Primera Taza, I have Mr. Menudo Man. <laughs> well, you're, I mean, you're Mr. Menudo Man. Right. I just, I got to throw out the, the, the man, but yeah. Man. Well, Actually, Mr. Menudo, I am Mr. Menudo. My dad is a man. Yeah, he's the guy. <laughs> so he's yeah. a guy. I gave him the title Mr. Menudo Man. Uh-huh. Uh, but the business is called Mr. Menuda, and I'm the one that initiated the business with my, my fiance. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, it's a family affair. It's a family affair. Yeah, it's me, my fiance, and my dad. We're the, we're like the, the, the three, like the I guess the brains of the operations. Uh huh. And then we have got my father-in-law, my brother-in-law, and then my kids that help us out for now. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense because yeah, whenever you go and stuff, you see you see so many different people. Yeah. Manning so many different pots, <laughs> right? Fucking yeah. yeah, yeah, man. We're a working machine, man. Yeah, that's what it. It's what it feels like when you go there. There's no one there not moving. Exactly. Right? Yeah. There's nobody just chilling to see who gets here today and how much money we're gonna <laughs> try to make today or, or how many pots are we gonna sell. And I got everybody on it moving, and I think that catches a lot of people's attentions. Mm-hmm. I've seen even big businesses like uh, Border X uh, breweries. Food trucks, um, other places like even taco stands and taquerias actually go over there and, and check out how we run operations. And they're like, "Oh, you guys run it like a the real deal. Like you guys, uh, you guys uh, run out of uh, let's say onions, yeah, or limes or oregano or crushed pepper or even like we run out of like mice. I'm already on it. We already have it ready to rock and roll. So people always get their food on time. And I don't like making people wait. Just like I, I'm not like I'm the kind of guy that doesn't like people make me wait you know i'm there and it's all it's all business definitely Mm -hmm. definitely one one of the 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 craziest things you guys have is your story though right like yeah the lineage of of la menuniada like where i don't even know how to (laughs) conjugate that one like exactly the 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 lineage of the menudo man like Mm -hmm. where did that where did it start so basically, that started out in uh, Zacatecas, Mexico, a little town called Pamplona which is called La Blanca. A lot of people don't know where it's at. People tell me, "Oh, I'm from Zacatecas," but uh-huh. they tell them about the little town. They're like, oh, "Yeah, I only know Fresnillo." Exactly. Like, that's the only, yeah. That's... You know, it's not even on the map, but that's awesome. Um, I think it initiated with my grandma. That's the story I got from my dad. It initiated with my grandma. My grandma was a great person. She was a person that um, that would give back a lot to her uh, little pueblo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she was a great cook. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had these uh, festivities every every year. It's called the Santa Cruz, and yeah. there was these people doing like a danza. Yeah, there were danzantes, right? And she would feel, feed all the all of them, and I think she made so much food that she just picked up great recipes. and And my dad would be tagging along with her when she was making the food, and he learned from there. Eventually, my dad uh, was always a go getter. Yeah. My dad was a, a young go getter. He he had an older brother named Raúl. Was um, he was a, a guy that used to do like a he used to do a lot of comercio. Basically, what he would do, he was he had a lot of uh, cows and stuff like that, and and uh, sheep and all that. They would take care of them to sell them, and and you know to sell them to the butcher shops and all that. And also, uh, my dad started working maybe like at four years old. Oh, wow. uh, he would be out there in the in the like in the monte, which yeah. is right now I guess called it like I don't even know what we call monte here. I don't really know what you call yeah. it. 
But a monte is where like you have all the cattle and all the the sheep. He used to take care of sheep back then. He would stay out there all night, all, all, all day. He wouldn't come back like in four to five months. Yeah. So he was out there with them and just taking care of them, making sure everything was fine. And then eventually um, he grew up. He got into his uh, teenage ages and he left. He turned into a teenager and he left Zacatecas and he went into the city of uh, Mexico City mm. by himself. Wow. Yeah. And so he was working here and there, regular jobs. And then he came back to Zacatecas and he went to work in Aguascalientes, which is maybe like yeah. um, maybe like two hours away from where we're from. Uh-huh. And that's where he started working on a taqueria. And that's where he picked up some of the recipes and a little bit of the ingredients. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually he... He migrated over here to the United States, and then um, his brother too. He also migrated over here, and his brother was always a a guy that knew how to handle money and knew how to make money, um, mm. you know. And my thing, I mean, that always looked up to that, you know. And he was a guy that uh, would bring people over here. Uh, he would get people uh, to work for him. My dad's oldest brother, Raul, and um, he. I was actually able to give my dad a job with uh, Juanito Tamales. And when they first presented my dad to Juanito, which is the owner of Juanito Tamales, uh-huh. he passed away already, but presented him, like, what is this hunchback kid going to do for me? He's too skinny, too scrawny. He can't do nothing for me, yeah. right? And he really didn't want my dad. He's like, you know what? I'm going to give him a try. I don't have enough workers. Let's give him a try. And that that was enough. Um, the guy fell in love with my dad. My dad was a really hard worker, uh, quick learner, attention to detail. And he fell in love with my dad, and that was it. My dad became his right-hand man. So Juanito had Juanito was selling tamales at the time. Uh, they were really good tamales. Juanito started selling tamales on a bicycle. He would go house to house selling tamales. Oh, shit. And Just around that whole yeah, neighborhood. Yeah, the neighborhood in East LA, uh-huh. right there off of uh, Floral. Floral Drive. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My, my my uncle still lives on Hamel. Oh, Hamel. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of like where we grew up. I went to Belvedere Middle School, so we'll, we always spent it just skateboarding on the freaking street. And I was <laughs> like, right. I know those tamales, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd get a tamal and then go to like Camacho's freaking video down the street. Oh, and they pick had up some, like, <laughs> some DVDs back that's in the day. Cool. Yeah, yeah. That, that was cool. That yeah, that's how, that's how he started, uh, Juanitos. Uh, and then they, I guess he got like a, he had a house and he built it into like a kitchen and then they started working and he became my dad's right hand man. They would make tamales and then. Uh, my dad was the one in charge of the register. Eventually, he turned into being the cook. Oh. Um, and he was the one um, in charge of everything, inventory, making, prepping the chile, making the tamales. He really didn't do the more la- like labor work. It was more women that would do like the untando. Yeah, yeah, but my yeah. dad would always make the chile, and he would cook the meats and all that. Oh, sh- and then uh, eventually, my dad told him, let's bring in menudo. So my dad also brought in menudo. Uh, they started selling menudo, and they would sell a lot, too, just like me, lines out the door. Uh-huh. The only thing with, with Juanito is they were not using the recipe I have. They were using his recipe, and which is, my dad has told me it's not the same, like, what he sold to what I sell, which is uh-huh. ours is, like, seven or eight times better, he says. You know, because uh, Juanito was using the chili, he was using the tamales on the menudo, which is something we don't do. Yeah. We have our own recipe, but, um, and that's how it started. And you would see lines of people out the door. There was it was ridiculous long people lines and everything and mm-hmm. and that's how they started Juanitos tamales and it went well, well for like five or six years and then I think he got sick and he passed away but mm. it was good and my dad learned a lot there too so so I always knew my dad had a passion for cooking and he had a something in him I knew he had something in his hands and he he also started teaching me when I was a young age and I always loved to cook and liked to providing good food to everyone and making people happy with the food. Yeah. I'm a tough food critic, but, you know, I am, I'm very honest, and that's why I really don't get into, like, people tell me, oh, you should do, like, uh, become a foodie guy. And do, nah, <laughs> I'll be too, I'll be too, <laughs> too, too real and yeah, too cruel, yeah. and 
I'm like, it's nah. true, man. You got to pretend to like so many things if you're a food <laughs> right? guy. Like, if you're a foodie person, yeah, exactly. you got to say everything is delicious yeah. or this is this is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Is, half the like time that. when you go out to eat, are you wondering that? Especially yeah. if you go and have menudo, course, right? You know, you're like, uh, yeah. And I've gone to places where people are like, oh, it's like yours, and I try it, and it's like. I just reserve my, my comments to myself, uh-huh. you know? Uh-huh. And some people tell me, what about the video where you had it here, had it there? And right. not to criticize or make any feel, anybody feel bad, but no, no, no. I, I feel that my dad's cooking is a, a top-notch, man, uh-huh. you know? And and if I go to places and I try it, and it's like, I get a little bit, the, uh, you know, discouraged, you know, because right. I know what good food is. And yeah. that's why I do give people a try, so, you know? There's people that make good food, like uh, La Steca's really good. Uh, La Barria, uh, Birria La Unica uh-huh. is really good too. Yeah. There's a food truck. Um, Birria Gonzalez is good, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and you got to give him tries. You know, I tell my dad, you got to give people the, the opportunity to win you over, but it's hard to win him over. He's old school. Oh, you know, and he probably has tricks up his sleeve that we don't even have to, we haven't even seen. Uh-huh. A lot more recipes, a lot more things coming for us once we have a location. And that that's the ultimate goal. That's the ultimate goal, and it's in the works already, and it's going to come. It's going to come. It's going to come by surprise. I'm really going to announce it, but um, I'll make sure I have uh, you guys, um, podcast people, and also yeah. maybe like LA Taco, LA Times, uh, as a soft opening uh, soft, soft opening first. Oh. So you guys get hands-on first, and then we bring in the public. Yeah, you dude. I'm, trust me, I'm not LA Times, man. I'll show up. Oh, with the there, man. I'll show up with the with the Noya, you know. Like, I got I got less shame than they do. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'll but show up with Jen Harris from the LA Times. Yeah, you go, like, no, right? dude, you got to do it like this. <laughs> but that's that's what we're that's what we're working on, and it just uh-huh. takes hard work. Um, and I just want to say thanks to everybody that's appreciated us and 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 actually bought Manula from us and supported us since day one. You know. It's not easy where we've been, how we got here. It's going to take time. And that's why I tell everybody that's starting up in the food business, don't get discouraged. Um, be patient. Yeah. You know, it's going to take time. You know, yeah. like me right now, I'm expanding my business. I'm in Compton, now I'm in Bow, and I'm in Sarah's Market. But they didn't happen overnight, you know. Yeah. And plus, um, you have to give it all your all, you know. There's times where I'm working 19-hour shifts, but nobody sees that behind the scenes, right? Everybody just sees when I we sell the menu and we're gone, right? Mm-hmm. But it takes a long time, a lot of prepping. I'm the first one to get up, the last one to go to sleep. So, you know? so tell tell me tell me more about that. About exactly what? Because I've 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 heard you I've heard you like say I've I've heard the podcast with like No Father No Problem mm-hmm. and, and Mega Man like you know and, and then a lot of the times you talk about it being a family effort and what is what is what is the day like when like, do you wake up? To, to do to, it. When is to, this? Start? So it basically starts since like uh, the, day the only the only day off is probably maybe today if I don't have any errands uh, to run, but like I did in the morning okay. I did. So everything starts from tomorrow, Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. And then it doesn't finish till like Tuesday of next week. Holy. Yeah, but not nothing of the prepping or anything. More of the like inventory uh-huh. and then uh, going and buying what you need for the weekend. Um, calling all your contacts to bring in the actual produce, uh, the meats, uh, the chiles, uh, the everything, you know. So it starts since tomorrow, and um, basically tomorrow we'll, we'll get all the stuff, and then on Thursday we get everything delivered, and then we start working on Friday. Friday from 6, maybe, to like 11, 30, 12 yeah. in the morning, to 12 and midnight almost. And then wake up at 3 in the morning and go at it again. Start to cooking like, again. Yeah, to like maybe 11. So Saturday and then Sunday sell and then go home and then leave everything in the kitchen, go home and then come back Monday morning to the kitchen and clean everything up. Yeah. yeah. We already give it like a little rinse before we leave, but still. 
Uh, that's when we're in the need of, of getting a place, and that's that's really what I'm uh, what I'm pushing forward to. Yeah. Because people tell me get a food truck, but I don't know if that's the best option for me. I want to go with what my heart says, and, and I think it's better for me and my family. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't want to be like everybody else. Oh, I got a food truck. Where are you going to park the food, tr- food truck now? There's so many parking wars with the food trucks. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, man. So I don't want to deal that, with that right now. Uh, I want to keep on... I'm going to keep the Compton location no matter what. If I got to get a little trailer, I'll do it. But we're going to expand somewhere else to another city. Okay. And um, and that's going to be our, our Monday through Sunday, probably. Yeah. Yeah, because there's, there's a lot of days that you need that menudo, man. <laughs> yeah. I got it this weekend, and, mm. and thankfully my lady went out there for me this time, dude. Okay. I was like... I was like, I, I, I can't get out of the house, man. I, I have been drinking that much during oh, wow. the week now. So <laughs> I had a few beers watching the fight on, we, you know, oh, on Saturday. Food, yeah. So I was like, fuck it. I woke up trash. <laughs> exactly. She's like, what do you want? Yeah. I'll actually go get it for you. And I said, Manulo. I was like, for real? I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you, man. Thank that's you that's a ride or die, you know, really? going that's out true, there. Yeah. Exactly. My girl wouldn't do that. She's like, go get it yourself. <laughs> oh, dude. She w- I'm surprised she said yes. Yeah. So trust Damn, me. Yeah, man. She's like, <laughs> nope. Like, you wanted to drink last night? Like, go get it yourself. Right? I got yeah, I got her in a good mood. I don't exactly, know what it was. Man. Yeah, maybe it's because we mixed our bank accounts together. Now uh, she's like, right? all right, I'll go. I'll go hook you up for once. That's a good one. Still losing on that one. Yep, that's where we're standing that's right now, tight, man. man. But um, we're gonna continue, man. It's no stopping us, and eventually we're gonna go uh, out of state, probably coming yeah. up too soon, maybe like in a year or two, and then nationwide, out of state, man. Out of state, where? Out of state maybe Vegas. Yeah, Vegas, Vegas is a great Vegas, idea. Yeah, but I have to structure my business first, take care of my family here first, yeah. take care of my customers here first in SoCal because they deserve the best. Honestly, I believe that now in SoCal, people. Don't give you good quality meat, good hmm. quality food, top-notch stuff. It's like, nah, not me. No. That's the difference between me and other restaurants and other street vendors that I don't, I don't cut corners. Yeah, I give you fresh menudo every single time. Yeah, the thing is, like, from one day I toss it. I don't really, and I really rarely leave any menudo. Maybe the the bottom of it, I almost almost sell out all the time. All the time I I post sell out, like there's like a little. A little bit it's of soup left, left. <laughs> a little tub left, and I throw it out. You know, it's not yeah. worth it. You know, and I know what what makes a difference. You know, and it's I'm true. gonna continue that. You know, mm-hmm. and I know people see the the success, and some people are like, How, "Why does he get so much people? It's not even that good." And you get a lot of negativity too. But I know what I'm cooking, and, and I know what we have in our business. Yeah. And it's not just the food. That's what people don't see. It's not just the food. It's it's when you get there, how the people treat you, how we react, interact with people, how we build relationship. It's not just I have good food. It's it's a lot of more things that go to it, you know? Yeah. You know? Oh, definitely. Exactly. The fact that you go there and it's a family affair. Exactly. Um, yeah. I forgot what my, what my lady said. It was like, <laughs> he's like, I don't know if it was the son. He was trying to give it to me. He's like, no, no es de ella. No es de ella. Es de él. <laughs> yeah, that's probably my but brother-in-law. Yeah, oh, yeah, but son. just talking like that, it's yeah. like it makes you feel like you're at home again. Exactly, you know? like, yeah. yeah. And they know, too, you can't make mistakes while we're there, you know. I don't want people calling me, oh, you did this. Like, I, that's no, not acceptable with us, you know. No, but that's, that's why sometimes we, right? sometimes, like, as family, we, we go back and forth. But uh-huh. I like, as, as, as long as you guys get the right order and things like that, oh, because yeah. that happens everywhere, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you're working like 100 miles an hour and then you make a mistake and that's why I tell them, hey, I tell them, ease up, make sure it's the right one because I don't want to get those calls or those messages and I want to make sure it's done correctly. But maybe it was my brother-in-law or my son <laughs> like, hey, that's not his or hers. And, yeah, but yeah. we got it done and we got you the right menudo. But, oh, heck yeah, heck you know, yeah. No, so, no, no, definitely. I, I think that's what, but it, it adds a certain, a yeah, certain right? sense of like, you, you know, care. You feel, yeah, yeah, but you feel like you're at somebody's house, you <laughs> yeah. know, talking to your cousins like, no, exactly. hey, 
yeah. g- give them that one, you know, yeah. like everybody's everybody's communal. Exactly. Yeah, yeah and that's why I also why I preach them too, like take care of it, man, because out of this we're we're all we're all having a making a living, you know. So yeah. take care of the customers, take care of of, of how you're serving it, make sure that you smile and make sure you greet people. Well, I'm oh, always man. the type of greeter because that's the way I am, right. you know. I get there, buenos días, jefe, como esta, señora, como esta. Or even in English, I'll say, good morning, how you guys doing, and things like that. I learned mm-hmm. that working at uh, other places I used to work at. Where, where did you used to work at? So I used to work at, uh, at this uh, carniceria called La Potosina. I started oh, yeah. there. La uh, Potosina is the one on the Olympic? Yeah. Yeah, I my mom with, used to buy f- yeah. me from there. Yeah, I used to work with them. Yeah, I used to work with them. Um, I learned there with them. Um, we were trying to build out another carniceria out in Pomona with them. It, it just didn't work out. At the end, it was too much uh, expenses. Uh-huh. But I was able to build um, customers out there. I was able to get lunch trucks. What I would okay. do is just deliver meat to them, like carne picada, yeah. pollo. And that's where I seen like I had something in me, you know. I was able to get, like, I think I had, like, six lunch trucks within maybe three months that were already on customers. Oh, wow. And I'm like, I have something in me that, that I could do this. So I would go, I would go deliver the meat to them like at four in the morning because they had to go sell yeah. the same day. Yeah. I would deliver them at four in the morning and I had a, a office job. I had to be at work by eight. No way. So I would go at four in the morning, no drop way. that thing off and then come back to the gym and go to work Genius. and work till five and and then come back home. And then this would, they would ask me, like, they would ask for the meat like twice a week, like on a Monday and then Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. So those days I already knew, like I had to come from work on, on Monday, I dropped it off, took it to them. All right, got meat, dropped it off. And then Wednesdays again, I would wake up like at 3.30 in the morning, pick up the meat from the meat market where I used to work on the weekends. I used to work with them on the weekends, yeah. but they would prep stuff for me during the week because huh. they know I built that customers. And, and I would take it on Wednesdays again and then go to my regular job and come home at 5.00. So um, I worked there for quite some time, and then eventually I um, I ended up moving to Compton. Uh-huh. I met my fiance. We met her. I I was been meeting her for five years, and we ended up moving to Compton. And I I told her I want a little bit more. You know, I had my office job. I used to work for for a health plan. I was okay. a data analyst. Okay. So I was I was making pretty good money, you yeah. know, and things like that. Um, and I told her, I need more. Like, I, I want to learn. I want to have my own business. She always knew that since the day she met me. Like, I yeah. got to do something. I got to make my own business. I want to have my own people. I got my own workers. And I told her, you know what? Um, I'm going to I'm gonna go to work at La Canercia Market. They're in Southgate in Bellflower. Okay. They're really famous. He posted something on the on the Instagram that he was looking for, for carniceros and things like that. Honestly, I knew a little bit of carniceria. I was not really the best cutter. cutter or the best uh, anything, like the best cutter or the best the guy that cleans the meat and things like that, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. But I say, I'm going to go over there and talk to him, you know. I'm not shy or anything. I told him, hey, you have experience. Tell him, you know what, I've been working at Potosinas for four months. It was good, you know. I moved down to Compton. It's too much of a drive. I'm wasting too much gas. It's just too much for me. Like, you know what, well, I'm going to try you out. Why don't you come next this Saturday and we'll try you out. And sure enough, um, We'll try out and we'll let you know if we want you. All mm-hmm. right, no problem. Cool. I'll go. Yeah. He calling me to go work for you. I'm going to show you how it is. And I showed up. Um, they're really nice people. Uh, Arturo, Jose, and Luis, he's the owner. Uh, really good people. Um, I started working since day one, but I was always on, on I was on the go all the time, <laughs> never stopping. I didn't even ask for lunch that day. For real? They're like, man, you're not going to take a lunch. No, we're working. <laughs> and they, I think they sort of seen that and they loved that. Like, that oh, was yeah. it. That was it. Like, this guy... Yeah. He's going to be part of the team. And right away, like, maybe it was, I started at 8 in the morning. 
by like 1.30, they're already like, oh, saying like, oh, you're going to come tomorrow. I already knew I made it. You oh, know? good. Then I talked to the owner, Luis, and he talked to me like, you know, this is this one to pay you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we really like how you work. You're good, you know. But yeah, the fact that they were, they're, they're already like, they're both customer service and their quality of meats are amazing. And, and I just like the way working with them. They're great people, you know. And, mm-hmm. and I just felt at home there. It was good. Um, I learned a lot from Luis, which is a owner like on the city market. He's a great person, and they gave me the okay. And I worked every weekend. I would work every weekend since uh, I think it was September till December. Holy. I worked with them every weekend, every weekend. Damn. Yeah, every weekend, nonstop. Uh-huh. You know, and I did that, and I'd enjoy working with them. Uh, eventually, uh, I parted ways with them too because my mother-in-law passed away in December, so I had oh, to go to man. Mexico, and I told me I can't come, and and sort of. I left for like I think it was two weekends and it was just, it was still in a good we still left on good note and everything I just told him I can't and then yeah. eventually I went back to working my eight to five and I was like ah oh, what am I gonna do and then one weekend I just told my wife you know what that's it I'm gonna post up on Compton yeah. I'm gonna go to Compton I'm gonna post up at the group of street vendors I'm gonna do it and I posted up right there on Atlantic. Yeah. You know, I went out asking around if I could. So a lot of people told me no. Yeah. I'm not going to say names. <laughs> but no, a lot of people told yeah. me no, you know. They didn't it tell makes... me no. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to find an empty spot and I'm going to do it right there. And sure enough, mm. I told my dad, let's do maybe menudo. Let's go. I'm going to go buy some pots. I'm going to buy um, a grill. I'm going to buy everything and a couple canopies and some tables and we'll see how it goes. Honestly, I was scared when I did that. You yeah. know, I didn't have the. I didn't have, let's say I was not making big money or anything. I was just like scared, you know. I don't so, know. so, so. So that that change, that change, that change that that you said, okay, I'm gonna do it. Mm-hmm. At the time, like you said, you probably didn't have a lot of money to be exactly. like, but but the money you did have, yeah, you blew it all on. Yeah, I blew it all on pots that. and pots and and a grill and a canopy and, and some a chairs. Canopy, yeah, yeah. And then I was just like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. But at the same time, I was still. So, somehow, I ended up getting another job. Uh-huh. But I would work during the week. Like, they gave me, like, a contracted job. I was an analyst for, like, a, I was a consultant. Okay. So I got consulting, and I would do that on the weekend. Like, man, I still have to make more money. I have to sustain myself and still have this on the side. Uh-huh. So I ended up getting a job, like, for three months. And I was doing the manual, but I noticed that the manual was picking up, and, and a lot more people were coming. And then um, the first time I took, I took a 60-quart part, and I sold half of it. And I was happy, oh, man. Oh, 60 sure. quarts is 30, like, 30 quarts, maybe, like, 300 bucks. I uh-huh. sold, you know, on one day. Um, one weekend, um, and then I just kept on going every weekend, and then I was like, rain or shine, I don't care, I'm going to be out there, rain or shine, and I remember one day it was raining, and it was bad, it was raining, and people were like, you're going to be out there, like, what, what are you doing, you didn't even have a, a food truck or a trailer, I'm like, I don't care what you say, you know, people are going to still buy from me, Yeah. and I think that, that m- m- people appreciate those kind of things, you know, yeah. it was pouring, man, I, yeah. it was pouring, like, it was thunderstorms, everything, but I was still out there, Cars pass by, they wet us and everything. You know, you're not by the edge of the street. They yeah. boom. Yeah, you're pretty close. Yeah, I'm you're like, damn, close. oh, wow, I didn't care. We got home soaked, but I decided to say, like, I'm going to keep on going. So I did that, and and then eventually, uh, like a month later, the, the LA Times showed up. Wow. Yeah, this guy named Hadley, he showed up, and yeah. and he, he actually hit me up on Instagram. and like, hey, um, has everybody covered your, your food um, your food lately? I'm like, no, nobody has. He's like, but I got a great story behind it. And I told him, he's like, oh, you know Juanitos? Oh, yeah, my dad was a right-hand man. Oh, you know, Jonathan Gold loves Juanitos. I'm like, oh. Wow. Jonathan Gold is like a, yeah, he's a iconic. Yeah, best food yeah, writer exactly. of all time. And then he, 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 yeah, and then he, he told that to his, I guess his producers or production team. I don't know, I don't know how many times. And sure enough, the next Sunday he came out with his wife and they tried it. He's like, oh, my God, man. 
Yeah. This is something I I had manula everywhere because wife's from Russia and everything, and they uh-huh. can't travel around the I guess around, travel around the world. Uh-huh. And he's like, "Whoa, like this is legit, man! Uh-huh. Like, bro, you need to put this needs to be known. Everybody needs to know who you are yeah. and things like that." And he started asking me a couple questions, sort of interviewing me like you're interviewing me right now. And he's like, um, uh, he started talking to me and my dad, and I was sort of scared. Like, do I tell him what the, what it is? What we put in it? Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> is he so like, what times, like, what does he do? Yeah. He like, is he is he really gonna? Put me on the LA Times is he just I didn't know I was sort of like right, I don't know right. like, tell him what kind of cheese I'm putting on it yeah, like, yeah. Like, next gonna... week he opens up his own exactly I'm like spot damn. God damn and they're like and then he called me he called me like in the same that I think it was a Saturday when he went and he called me Saturday Sunday afternoon he's like I'm gonna I'm gonna keep on asking you questions I'm gonna interview yeah. you and I didn't know who Hadley was all I knew was he was just a writer but yeah. then he started asking questions and I told him more about in detail how we started our story and then. Yeah, he told me, you know what, I'm going to present this to my production team or his producer. I don't know who they mm-hmm. really are, the publishers. And they love the story. And then they're like, we're going to go ahead and put you on the LA Times newspaper. And you're going to be on the website. I'm like, wow, dude. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. yeah, man. The thing is really good. And, and people need to know who you are and your story and, and what is coming for you guys. We see a lot of potential for you guys. Like right now, it's just the beginning. No, no, thank you very much. And for that, we're eternally grateful for what he has done for us, you know? Oh, definitely, man. I told my wife, too, to send him a gift. We, yeah, sometimes he can't get a hold of him, but, like, when he come, ever comes again, we got his gift right there from him. Oh, there you, you go. Know? He's yeah, a great yeah, person, yeah. him and his wife. So oh, uh, cool, he's helped man. us out, and, and, and that blew us up, man. That blew us up. Yeah. It gave us a, maybe, like, a like a two-year, three-year push Jeez. because we already had people. We had customers and everything. Mm-hmm. And, and I knew... Good amount of regulars with that. Yeah. Just people mm-hmm. from the neighborhood the Neighborhood and, and things like that. And I knew that was going to... That was gonna sustain us, right? Uh-huh. But then that came, that wave came, and they just whoop. And it's, then, it's a different world, it's right? A different you're world. a bunch of people that you're They're like, like well, people came from Alhambra, Yucaipa <laughs> Valley. I don't know, like, where are you coming from? Fullerton. I'm coming uh-huh. from over here, so that helped us out a lot. And then, um, and then just just through social media, I started blowing up the social media page right. too. You know, right? It's I, nutty. But I I was I, the last time I was there was the uh, when you guys reached ten thousand. And then I was there, you guys had globals, and then you yeah. guys were handing out conchitas and yeah, cafe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was great, man. It yeah, was, exactly. It was a great giveaway, too. Yeah, great giveaway. Yeah, yeah we yeah. already reached our one year. It was this Sunday. Oh, shit. Yeah, one year, and uh, it, it went well. Uh, it was it's too insane big. for a year. A year, the same for a year. Yeah. Yeah, insane. A year in the street, man. I haven't taken a weekend off. I think I had... In the last year, I probably had like three weekends that I haven't worked. Re- you, you, just you yourself no, or everybody? Ju- just everyone. Okay. Yeah, I think this last well, like two weeks ago, I didn't pop up because I had to do something for, for, um, for church. Well, of uh-huh. course, God comes first, right? So yeah. of course, I'm gonna put God first before anything. And I think the last time was uh, I had to go visit a, a family member in Mexico, but that was it. Okay. And that's about it. But ever since that, the whole year I've been working every weekend. Gee, dude. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna ask, man, because one of the things that you you know when you work on the weekends, mm-hmm. you start missing out on a bunch of things. Exactly. Like you know family parties or mm-hmm. or just trips and vacations or just yeah hanging out i guess yeah. as a couple you know <laughs> you know you yeah. guys hang out you, you you know you and your lady hang out all the time while you exactly. guys are selling menudo but you know it's it's, it's different, different right yeah. Well, yeah how do you guys find that balance with saturday nights just being like all right we're we're prepping for tomorrow cause, cause <laughs> well we what i do what i'm trying to do uh actually i went to my aunt's house like this past weekend they're like what are you doing here i haven't seen you like oh, for real? <laughs> my aunt's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and i what i try to do is actually um to keep us um happy and and our relationship live what i do is basically just take her out during the week like i know yeah. um if i hurry up on friday i get it done early i i push forward 
And I wake up like at four and just push it, like just keep on making it and working and prepping everything early by like three to four o'clock. Sometimes I'm finished. Okay. You know, um, it depends on how much volume we're making, but I've 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 sort of got better with with my, my time management uh-huh. and make sure that I dedicate time to her and my kids and things like that. Yeah. They actually also love working. Yeah. You know, they like it. It's fun. You know, I know, but I always understand too. Their kids and they want to do other things and eventually. Um, I think we'll, we'll we'll shy away from that once mm-hmm. I have and hopefully get workers and and have enough people on my team to to actually spend more time with my family. Definitely. A lot of people say that businesses take away time from you, but if you know how to manage it right and and treat people correctly and they're hard workers for you, they'll take care of you. You know. Yeah. That's how I see it. You know, and I see that a lot of people too have business and sometimes they try to manage too much. It's like you can just do so much. You know, you can't. Tell people what to do all the time and treat them like kids. You can, and mm-hmm. that's things that I learned at the Carnesia Market. Like you need to let people do what they what they need to what what they're doing, mm-hmm. uh, doing correctly, and yeah. that's about it. Train them, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some of the best times I've ever been a good worker is when you have a manager that you freaking will do anything exactly. for, right? Yeah, yeah. You take care of them. Like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna take a vacation. Go ahead, just let Go me know ahead. what time. You and my brother-in-law here and there. He'll tell me, hey, ah. Uh, He's my, he works with me on the weekend, right? Uh-huh. His family and everything. But he'll tell me like a week before, I'm going to do this with school. And because he's, he's studying to be architecture, an architect. Oh, wow. So Jeez. he's a big tall guy. He's which one, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah he's yeah, the yeah. architect. So at times he has to do things for his fraternity and things, at times he has to do things for for himself, you know, and his girlfriend. And he tells mm-hmm. me maybe like a week before and like, don't worry about it. You told me, I'll figure it out, you know? And I yeah. tell him, yeah, go ahead, do what you got to do. Can I do this? Can I? Yeah, go ahead. Just let me know ahead of time. Everything's fine. My dad too wants to take a vacation, go to Mexico. He told me already like three months ago he's gonna leave like in July or something like that. Go ahead, I got that's it. That's such a dad. That's such a dad way of going about it. Huh? Uh, He'll yeah. tell you three months in advance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I told him, um, they told him, yeah, go, no problem. You know, uh, like, you can't be like, oh, you can't leave me. And this is like, yeah. those are where the where the bad relationships start and things yeah. like that. You know, yeah, as true. a family, we we do have incidents right there, but it, it's it's a like family. everywhere. It's a family, you know. Yeah, and we are trying to get one goal accomplished all together and sometimes we don't communicate correctly or things don't go the right the right way but at the end of the day people have noticed big businesses have noticed it's like we run a business mm-hmm. pretty pretty tight and pretty good oh definitely yeah and i continue i'll continue to do that you know i want to expand myself too make me double don't make me a clone or something you but got it. <laughs> i'm gonna have to you, you know i know my girl has it my girl could take care of another business i, I know she, i believe in her and she uh-huh. that's why i chose her to be my wife because yeah I wanted a woman that was strong, that could handle things, and I know she has what it takes. Oh, shoot. How'd you guys meet, man? Well, I met her um, through some friends. I yeah. met her through some friends, yeah. Uh, yeah. Met her, and, and we've been we've been talking for uh, four years already. We're going to get married soon. And oh, shit. Yeah, Congrats, we're going to get blessing from great. God and everything, and yeah. hopefully everything goes good. I'm planning it is, and, and we're going to go proceed with everything that's coming our way. Yeah. You know, it's just the only thing that I don't want my family or family yeah. members or friends to get offended. I'm going to go to their parties or things like that. Right now, I'm just dedicating them at least two to three years to building a business and, and building a foundation for mm-hmm. my, my children, for the future, too, and for me, and also having great customers. You right. know, I know there's going to be other times in the, other times where I could spend time with my family, and it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Eventually, let me just get to where I need to get to have a goal in mind. You know? That's exactly what it is. That's mm-hmm. exactly what it is. You know, it's funny. I, I, I talk to some comedians, and, mm-hmm. you know, all they do is work at night. Wow. All they do is work at night in the clubs and, and you know, you're always out till late at night yeah. and weekends. That's that's really how you spend all your time. And that's Damn. where people want to see comedy, right? Exactly. It's never nine to five. <laughs> yeah. You know, so then, yeah, they're like, just get used to not seeing any freaking birthday parties or weddings or whatever. Just send a check. But eventually <laughs> you'll just, you'll make enough where you can, yeah. you know, 
you'll be comfortable. You'll exactly. reach your goals. And yeah, reach goals. And that makes like sense, that. man. But yeah, family sense. always comes first, and, and mm-hmm. I know I've been a little MIA for quite some time, but oh, for we'll real? be there. We'll yeah. be there. No te reclaman. <laughs> Siempre. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but... Uh, but they could come. They could come. I told them too. Yeah, Sundays. Yeah, I'm it's right party. there, man. Party on Sundays. Do they come and visit? Yeah, they come. Yeah, they come yeah. visit. But I told them, you guys were hungry. You guys can stop by right there. You guys, uh-huh. hey, the cars go both ways. Exactly. Yeah, I can come see you. You can come see me. I told my mom uh-huh. too. Like, don't always expect me to call you all the time. You can come see me too. Yeah, you know where yeah, we're at. Exactly. You know, we're not gonna go anywhere else. But, um, yeah. That's, so we try to deal good with family and 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 try to make it work right there at the Menudo stand. Dang. So we have Menudo, but. Mm. The the dark horse, the invisible freaking delicious boogie man that you guys also make is you guys make amazing tamales, right? Yeah, we is that gonna be a thing? So what the thing with the tamales right now? Actually, I did do some tamales. I don't know if you ever had them. No, no. Dude, so I, just, I made I've, some. For... I've heard. I've heard comments and, and <laughs> really? rumblings. People have said but, they're freaking delicious. But man. those people have tried them. Yeah, they Sarah's. Uh-huh. Oh, Sarah's tried yeah, them. Oh, yeah. so it was Steve that tried yeah. them. Yeah, I actually made some tamales, some some chile, I think the rajas con queso, right? Oh. So I made some uh, for Sarah's Market that one time, and then I also had them all for the month of December. Um, the thing with the tamales, they are going to be a thing. I am going to I am gonna keep selling once I have a location. We'll make it a daily thing right now. For now, it's uh, we don't have enough manpower oh, yeah. to get the people as it is. And Manu is already taking them at almost all my time. Yeah. And if I was to do that, um, I would probably have to start making tamales since Tuesday so that means they're not fresh so I don't want to give that to people you know yeah. so when eventually we have the manpower I'll go ahead and have tamales on a daily basis we'll have rajas con queso and then the green tamales I think with chile with chile verde and our chicken they're really good and then Juanito's red tamales that nobody knows how to make just my dad those are a different story, man. That's and a whole different. Yeah, that's yeah, a different ballgame like all the yeah, ones yeah, that yeah. we sell here commercialized uh-huh. uh, like Liliana's and all that these are blow them out the water man. really? yeah I had them and and they're made different. That's all I could tell you. Really? They're not made like that. My dad makes them very different, and they're really good. And eventually, when I have a spot, we will have them daily. I'm thinking that our place would be more like of a morning breakfast place for everybody mm-hmm. to go and enjoy. Oh, yeah. Um, that for makes now, sense. To start for off, you know, and eventually, because I also used to be, I used to cater. I used to make, like, I used to cater to parties before I started doing this, too. Like, I would do that. I was always a hustler, man. I used to do that on the weekends, too. Yeah, I can't. Before I was doing the meat market before that. <laughs> the meat market before that, like, maybe two to three years ago, I started this taco business called Tacos Borregs, which is something that I started. Uh, and I built a lot of customers, and I started myself. Um, mm-hmm. I used to work at a meat market, and, and I don't know what, what quality meat is. I know how to make good rice, good beans, good salsas, good guacamole. And um, I believe in the near future, maybe I could add those kind of things into the menu. You know, if Definitely. if people, if I see a lot of people there in the morning and people are asking for in the afternoon, then maybe we would open up in the afternoon too. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So the thing with that business, it, it was always good. I had customers seeing the bon, bon menudo. I mean, bon tacos, the, the chicken, the asada, the pasto was really good. Uh, I even made a party for, it was a wedding, I did a party. It was a catering party. I did mole. Mole oh. Rojo, and I did birria. Dude, had, they brought every single plate back, and there was nothing on it. Really? I'm like, what? What happened to all that? People never, they ate all the food. Like, I was amazed by the by the fact that they didn't bring a plate without no food. I'd be very curious to try the birria, man. I'm like, Especially what right now that it's that it's Yeah, it's hitting it's right now. It's blowing up, yeah. yeah. I think that one we made it de borregos. It was a little different. Even yeah. better. Even <laughs> better, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a little different, but I was amazed. Like, I was like, where are the places with all the food? Like, the servers, like, hey, nobody. Because they had servers. It was a, like a... 
think it was a wedding or something that we did. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, man, no, there's no food. Like, people eat it. <laughs> they eat like, well, they eat it. I mean, what is the food? We, we lost some plates yeah, also. Like, yeah. Come on. Then the like, are gone. Yeah, and the waiters are like, no, they're not, they're not giving, leaving everything on the plates. They would ask for doubles. Oh, damn. I'm like, whoa, really? Yeah. Like, yeah, your food is really good. And the mole was really good, too. And, and the birra, everything's really good when we make. You know, it's different. It's more homemade. Uh-huh. And it has really good seasoning and really good taste so i used to do that before so maybe in the in the near future i would i would add that to the menu if if i see that that it's expanding and it's growing how i want it to be because yeah. i think everything anything that i would touch and what i would put out there on paddock on on, on instagram mm-hmm. people are going to want to try it you yeah. know and i don't want to step on nobody's toes or anything i know the video thing is good right now and maybe i'll stay away from it for a little bit because if I bring that wave of birria and then everybody just wants to go by there, it's going to be even more people. But that's eventually when we have more people for, for we have more workers and things like that. But yeah. we have a lot of food. It's really, really good, man, honestly. I the rice, it. the rice, I, I, I don't want to say things, but it's probably the best rice I've ever had in my life. But Who blows up rice? <laughs> I be, no, will. I believe it. I believe it. I'm just yeah, like, but it's because yeah. you're used to eating rice from every other place. It's like, huh. yeah, but this rice is like... You eat it, you want to eat more and more and more and more and more and more. And that's my mom's recipe. Uh-huh. So my mom, even my, my wife, make sure you go to your mom's house and bring, up, bring, bring some rice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking starving now. Yeah, this this exactly podcast right? is like sal- making everybody salivate, man. Yeah, the what? rice yeah, and the salsas too is really good. Man. Very different. They're very different to what you see on the streets right now too. Yeah. Just like the tamales, the rajas con queso, they're very different to what you see on the streets. Huh. That's what I bring. That's why people are attracted to my business because we bring good quality food different type of we make them differently and i think the attention to detail you know mm-hmm. so people that's why people like like to see what i'm going to bring out next you know yeah. but for now the menudo's what's making perfect, us man. perfect you know and and eventually we will change it up i'm thinking of having menudo maybe gorditas oh shit yeah i'll see because i have to manage to make sure that what i'm making is getting people in and out fast yeah so they can get the food and they're happy and not yeah. making them wait like it's an hour and 30 and they haven't given me my food and there's one that the complaints and the bad reviews come yeah. all that's very important to me you know because yeah. we take pride on what we do you know mm-hmm. and, and and i'm feeding my family too so it's like you're gonna battle out my business and say all this it's like no i gotta make sure every step that i take is is time correct it's um is accurate to make sure that the customer is happy yeah and we're happy you know mm-hmm. like the menudo it's fast you've seen us we're fast like that's Even if there's a line, you don't really have to worry yeah, about it. It's exactly. moving, it's grooving, and it's like, you know. You only worry about it when I go like this, and that's it, no more. Oh. Yeah, I've done that before. They're like, damn, dude. They look what? at me with the face like, oh, I want to punch you. Sucks, I'm like, sorry. Dude. <laughs> that sucks. Ron, what time does it really go? Because uh, I think we showed up like 8, 8.30 or something. Yeah. And even then, I was like, fuck. You know, yeah, like, you know, no, sometimes I, I'm, I'm starting to make a lot more. You know, it's not, okay. I, I really don't like that. That, that part of the business where it's just sold yeah. out because it yeah. looks bad on us too and yeah. I've learned from it I learned from a lot of people from businesses like it doesn't look right on my end. so I make more um, you can find those there probably from 7 to like maybe 10.30 we'll have a month but once you get after like 10.30 you're probably going to get the, the the last of it so okay. it's already kind of like scooped out I know right. I get it in different pots but it's just too much scooping from different pots and things like that. People yeah. are probably going to get not the best part of it. Yeah, especially me that just gets all pancita. It's going to exactly. be like, yeah. so There's going to be like four pieces in there. Yeah, exactly. Soup, right? So you're kind of uh, old. Yeah, you kind of sell out. But we're making more. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and yeah, from 7 to 10.30, we'll have menudo. After that, it's kind of, it's I don't know. 
It's, it's, it's up in the air. It's up in yeah. the air. But once I have a place, I'm going to do it all day until 2 o'clock. Oh, all day. It don't matter. We got to make enough uh-huh. because that does not look good, you know, and, mm-hmm. and prep for the next day, too. So the thing is, with the place, I could cook and sell at the same time. Right oh, here, I'm sure. cooking, I'm selling, and then I got to go back and cook again. Yeah. So no le estoy ganando el tiempo. I'm not, I'm not defending the purpose, you know. Uh-huh. So that's what I'm trying to do. And eventually we'll have it all day. And I hope people like it. You say you like uh-huh. it. I have other people that love it. I... Honestly, I had it. My dad makes it, and I just—I guess it's that good. Yeah, man. Yeah, huh? Yeah. It's that good, huh? It's the—it's the thing you wake what is it up that for. You li- what is it that you like? I ask you, like, what is it that you like about it, or what is it? What is it, the the soup? This, nah, I like the big chunks, man. Yeah. The big chunks, and they mm-hmm. taste really good. Oh, really? Sometimes I've gotten some that are that are too soft. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. they're, they're they're maybe overcooked, but. From where? From us? No, 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 no. I'm saying like I've tried menudo from other mm. places, and sometimes it's just the quality of the the meat? of the pancita, yeah. Oh, Como, I like see. it just it's not it's not there. Know, it's not something you want to keep eating. Oh, I see. Or it, or it smells like a little too over. I don't know. Really? <laughs> old? Like, yeah. That's a, you could say uh, old. I'm gonna say old. That's yeah, because menudo is really funky it's, and, yeah, and funky. It's whatever. Really... But I never, I never got a funkiness from it. You know, no? I never got a funkiness from it. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, it just chewy, gelatinous, freaking gooey gooey goodness man that's yeah, what right? that's what the pancita is all about yeah yeah because yeah, i mean other people i know that they do they do like all grano or something like that mm-hmm. the pocho style yeah and then um yeah but i'm just like fucking all stomach yeah. bro well pagrano too i make sure that the grano is nice and soft like i don't yeah. know if you ever had it i don't know you guys I have, have it man well, I the have grano it. I, is I always try. When, when, <laughs> sometimes you like i say you go to a party a house party and the grano is hard you know that's yeah. because they don't know what they're doing to it mm. So mine's I make sure it's soft. Like when you're eating it, you're eating like butter. Like it just yeah. melts in your mouth, sort of type of thing. So that's, that's the kind of thing too that I look at. And, and eventually we're uh, eventually we're gonna make our own grano. Like right really? now, yeah, we're gonna make our own uh, nistamal in the future. Uh-huh. And these are like popcorn, man. Like you really wanna wanna just buy the nistamal, no caldo. That's how good it is. Yeah, that's my dad knows how to make that too. He's taught me how to make that. And that's interesting. That's man. um, they're like popcorn. They're like eating popcorn with menudo. Yeah. But they're really good. It's a different type of grano. I'm so interested, man. Yeah. The, the, uh, I was talking to that freaking Colonel of Truth uh, uh-huh. people mm-hmm. uh, down here in Boa Heights. I mean, they, they get all kinds of, you know, they get all kinds of maize from everywhere. They even have this pink one from Michoacan. That, that's oh, nuts. really? Yeah. Oh, wow. There's like a hundred and something varieties of, Damn. you know, just maize that they get. That's cool. Yeah. But well, it's, well. Uh, it would be interesting to see yeah. you guys work with like organic ones because... We will, it yeah. And I noticed that organic and vegan is 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 a really hit. It's a hit right now, you know. And that's why hit. people. Yeah. I don't know about going vegan with menudo, but no, 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 no. no. <laughs> but like, they, they, they like, try to do that with just the grano, and then yeah. and then just the um, you know, and just the soup. soup. Yeah. Maybe I could do that. Maybe I could do that with with our kind of uh, mista mal and people. You know, that you never know. Vegan menudo, thing. but like uh, in house made mista mal. That would yeah. be something I, I might look that into. That would be the extra level. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, that's, that's huh. what we're trying to do, man. How long does it take to cook a fu- uh, one of those pot. big giant pots, man? So to cook a pot like that, a giant pot starts uh, maybe like six to seven hours. So, oh, God yeah. damn. Yeah, so that's why a uh, food truck, I don't know if it's the best thing to do. No, you're right. You know, because if being in a food truck for seven hours is going to be like, uh, mm-hmm. I'm just standing there. You know, yeah, it's better to get a little place. I, I don't know if you noticed, like all the manual places are inside a little, a little location, a little yeah. hole in the wall. You know, mm-hmm. they all have like a set place. Eventually, I would probably get a trailer, and then we'll see from there. But, um, but there's more things to come, and just be on the Instagram <laughs> because there's a lot of things coming. 
Beautiful, man. Yeah. Beautiful. So many more things to come. Exactly. Hey, we're already nearing the end of this episode. That was fast. That was fast, man. I was ready fast, to start talking dude. to you, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> right? I know, man. Yeah. But no, it was great. So uh, what can people expect from you in the next six months? Is that is that going to be the, the restaurant, hopefully, um, next yes, year? Yes. In the six... No. We're this planning been... on opening the biz- the restaurant then... By the before this year ends. Really? Yes, I'm pushing forward for this the, before the year ends because <sighs> now with the city being a lot more involved with people signing on the street and yeah. so many vendors popping up, I think the cities are really gonna start hammering down on on, on pop up vendors. Yeah. And I need to I need to make sure that what I do is right. So my goal is to open up before December of this year. You know, okay. before the winter comes, that's my goal. You know, yeah. and um, that's what's coming from us. For us, uh, we'll start with the menudo, and then eventually uh, tamales, and then eventually I'll announce where it's gonna be at. I'll probably do a soft opening, but first, um, let's get the place first. I'm one in the works with that, and hopefully it goes through. If not, then I'll probably get a trailer, a little small yeah. trailer, just to to make sure that I keep my cop the people there. Mm-hmm. And if I have to invest in a trailer, well, I have to do it. You yeah, know, definitely and just sell menudo. Yeah. If the city comes, they can't really do anything. I got all the permits. What can you do, you know? Exactly. But, um, Plus, but the, it's a great place right next to my house, man. It's so right. close to the house. <laughs> it's easy for me to get to. You live to. in Compton? I live in, like, Inglewood area. Oh, you're not too far yeah, away. like, by the 110. So that's what's next for us, bro. Yeah. So that's what's going to happen. We're going we're gonna to see what's going to happen, but more than likely, we, we either get a trailer or, or a location. But I'm pushing for the location first before the trailer. Definitely. Because... I want it, man. I know what we have, and like you say, people love the menu, the tamales. Oh, yeah. Word gets spreads around quickly, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you go to you go to Mexico. There's a bunch of freaking you know menudo spots. Mm-hmm. You could just go and you know Sunday's yeah. la menuñada, no? Yeah. Like everybody's out doing that. Exactly. Yeah. We don't have like a dedicated spot here. Yeah, that you can word, go. Yeah, you do. It's us, man. <laughs> it's gonna be us. Watch, <laughs> you know, we change the game, Mr. Menudo. There you go. Sundays are meant for menudo, you, you know, and that's yeah, exactly. be us, Mr. Menudo. Hey, let's yeah. Mr. Menudo. Um, that's what we're going to do and, and that's what I'm pushing forward to uh, hopefully um, people follow us and continue yeah. to support us in everything we're doing in our journey I guarantee you one thing you know if you guys support me I'm going to give you nothing but quality meats and quality food out there man perfect and that's going to be the difference you know that's the deal I have with people like okay you come here you're going to get good food great tasting quality and, and also uh, great customer service you know I think that's the best you, know, you can't really beat that what else do you want you yeah. know and, and eventually yeah. I want to also hit down here I want to be down here in LA I want to be around Tacos 1986 because I see what they're doing you know yeah. 1986 Sonora Town like I know I want to also bring Mr. Manuela to this side of the of, of the of the LA County so they could get to taste this kind of different things that we have to offer you know because we're in Compton and I'm eventually I'm going to probably get a place out on that side because that's where I initiated uh-huh. but I also want to come to LA and maybe do like Smorsburg LA or like another pop-up down here where it has a lot of people so they could try our food Definitely. so see the difference you know and, and bring in the tamales and the gorditas and a lot of things are, are, are coming our way um, but without you guys we're nothing and I want to thank you too, man, for oh, having dude, thank me you on for the podcast. You know, it's not easy. You got a busy schedule yourself for yeah. giving me the opportunity. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the opportunity. And um, and also the Mega Man, the No Father, No Problem, yeah. uh, the LA Times, Adley, La Carnesa Market, everybody that supported us and helped us in our journey to to see where, where we started. I actually posted something yesterday. I think I put 2019 where we were like one tent. And one pot, and mm-hmm. now we have lines of people at Border X, 
lines of people in Compton, board lines of people at Sarah's Market. Yeah. It's like, wow, in a year, what could happen? What happened in one year was amazing, you know? And and we want to be known for the best menudo in the whole state. I want to. I'm not here to be, oh, the best one in LA. No, I'm the best in the one in the best states. Eventually, even go out of, to Washington, D.C. and compete with the guys that have the best Mexican food out there. That's what I'm looking at, you know, because that's how I am. Go getter, hustler, hard working, man. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I believe I'm the best at, at, yeah. at doing at least the menudo for now and eventually um, blow it up. I seen the, I was at a food event the other day, little story I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. I was at a food event in Inglewood um, this like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It was a Valentine's Day pop up event, like food event, like a pop fest. Okay. It was a Wh- festival. Okay. It was in Inglewood. It was Where right there at uh, Mariscos Escon- Puerto Escondido. I've heard of yeah, that place. Yeah, they're yeah. right there off of Imperial Highway. Okay. So basically what it was was this guy called the Foodie Mob. He's on Instagram mm-hmm. and Mr. Biggs, a good friend of mine. Okay. Um, they're on Instagram and they got all these vendors to go to one place, like which is the parking lot of Puerto Escondido, mm-hmm. and they could sell their food there. Huh. Um, there has tacos. Uh, Carlos Tijuana Tacos was there. I was there. Some crepes. I don't know what their name is. Crazy Cup was there. And Birria Gomez was there. Right? Oh, yeah. And Tacos Tijuana. Carlos Tacos Tijuana Carlos or Carlos Tijuana Tacos had a line of people crazy. I had a line of people too in the morning though. And uh-huh. mine's in the morning thing. I noticed it. Like I got there a little late. Like I started selling by like maybe twelve. I probably would have got there like at nine thirty. I probably was sold more, you know. But I didn't care about that. I was just like I, I got my name out here. I'm barely starting off. These guys have like years in business. You know, I'm the newcomer. And it is what it is. Carlos Tacos had a lot of people there selling, and then the wife, not the wife, mm-hmm. the mom. The mom of Carlos Taco, she's the owner of it. She said um, that she came over here just to eat our menudo. She came to that event to eat menudo because wow. her son is the one that was running the whole taco stand. The son and like five workers they had. Uh-huh. And the mom and the dad were like, let's go try that menudo place. He's going to be where my son's at. And next thing you know, she got there and there was a line like, I'm like, can you probably like 20 to 30 people? She had to actually get in there, put on some gloves, and start making tortillas for her son because there were so many people, right? Yeah. And then she was, they were almost, almost done and everything. She's like, I can I try some menudo? And then uh, she tried it, and she's like, oh, my God, man. I have three restaurants, and this is really, really good menudo. She ate three bowls. Wow. Dude, it was, wow. was like, it's good, man. You need to open something. You need to do something ASAP. And I think that sort of inspired me more, like, to push even more with what I'm trying to do. Uh-huh. When a person like her, she has Carlos Tijuana Tacos. I don't know if you heard on my Instagram, but yeah. they're famous. Yeah. And then she also the, she's also the owner of El Paraíso Juice Bar. They were the oh, ones that sh- they initiated, like, the hot Cheetos with, with corn on the cob mm-hmm. and all that. Mm-hmm. She's the one. She's the owner of that. And she told me, dude, you need to do something. Like, this is bomb. Like, dude, You're sitting on a gold mine, right? Yeah, she's like, this is amazing. I used to go to another place in Linwood. I'm not going to say the name. And she's like... This is like, how do you make it taste this good? How you make it not smell? She was telling me all kinds of stuff. I'm like, yeah. this lady's telling me this, and this lady's have business big time, like making, um, making and having a lot of customers. I could do it then. I'm getting compliments from a person that's like, she's made and she's made mm-hmm. it. You know, she has mm-hmm. the paraíso was big, was big time for like three years. Yeah. And Carlos Tijuana Tacos, they, they everywhere they go, it's full, it's packed. And I was like, man. So she sort of inspired me. She gave me some advice and things like that. And she's like, man, you got a gold mine right here, man. You yeah. might be young, but you you know what you're doing. Um, you have a gold mine, and, and you need to open up a place, man. Honestly, mm-hmm. he told me. I'm like, oh, thank you. And she's like, you have a great team. Your family looks happy. You guys look like you're you're good workers. So open up a place. And that, that inspired me. That lady, people like that, telling me those things inspired me because yeah. 
to me, I sort of see myself like, oh, man, I'm the newcomer. All these people already have locations. I'm like, I don't know. I'm the only one in the streets. Uh-huh. But I felt like I could compete with the best. You know, mm-hmm. I was there. And that's why I'm like, you know what? If I could do this here in California, I could do it in another state. You know, even people call me. Call me, not call me, actually. They text me on Instagram. Hey, come to, come over here to Texas. Come over here to this. Yeah, come over there, you know? I know you will blow up Washington and this and that. But it also takes um, a lot of effort and a lot mm-hmm. of planning, you know? But that inspired me a lot. That lady inspired me and told me that you got what it takes. That is what it is. It's just a matter of fact, just taking the next leap, taking the uh, leap of faith and opening up a place and, and giving it to all the people. I'm excited, man. I'm Dude, excited for that, you know? I'm excited, man. <laughs> I, I feel like I want to go, go run a mile right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm not doing enough. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm excited for that. And there's more things coming, you know. I'm, Beautiful. I'm, yeah, that's how I am. Like, you know, my, my sweater will be like, man, you don't even eat, dude. You don't even eat. Like, <laughs> just like no te uh-huh. it, it goes back to that, that day, right? You didn't, yeah. you skipped lunch just yeah, to keep skip, working. Exactly, and, skipped and lunch. And it's become a mentality. A mentality. He's just like, dude, you don't eat. Like, hey, can you bring me some hamburgers because I'm hungry? He tells me. <laughs> he's an older man, you know, yeah. but he always gets hungrier than me. And, that's like, funny. Man, tú trabajando no te da hambre. I'm like, oh, that's the way it has to be, man. Uh-huh. You see at the end result how it is, you know, once we're done and everything. And, <laughs> and yeah, we have something cooking, man. I want to be, I want to be known in California, and it's going to take a lot of work, but, but we'll get there, you know. We're almost there, and, and I want to bring something to LA, too, like around this area. Because mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of people that, that there's a lot of walking traffic. Right. In, and that's great, you yeah. know, because like going like 7th Street on that side, I want to bring something like that over there too, you know. But it will take time, and eventually build out here, build out there. Um, eventually go out of state, but focus here more and 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 get it going. Beautiful, man. Well, you yeah. got no shortage of ambition, yeah. which is which is wonderful to see, mm-hmm. and and it's almost infectious. I think when people are going to listen to this, and they're going to be like, "God damn, I'm a lazy piece of shit." You, <laughs> you know? think so? Yeah, I think they yeah. should. I think they, they should. should. They yeah. should. Uh, yeah, but, but it but it's good because uh, you. You're confident because you know what you're what you're making is mm-hmm. great, and you do have you really do have a good group uh, alongside you, man. Exactly, it, it feels it it does feel like that when you go there, mm-hmm. and it just uh, it it comes across you know with not just the food but you know with the whole experience of being there. Exactly, so it'll, Thank it'll, you. it'll 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 work out well. It will. Definitely. It will. It will work out. It has to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's yeah. no. There's no going oh, back. Oh yeah. Anymore. No. Pretty soon, there's gonna be like a freaking like a, a Gulfstream jet with Mr. Menudo on the side uh, of it. Right. Holy fuck! <laughs> <laughs> He's traveling to all his locations. Yeah. You know? Right. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Like I admire too. I don't know if you ever heard of Yorga Gonzalez. I oh, admire yeah. their work, man. Yeah, they do. A I, lot I of met good. them. I met them in person and everything. Uh-huh. And, I look up to him like, man, they got really? it going. They're like, he's doing what he has to do to get it done, you know. Yeah, and yeah. eventually, we 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 we're win- we're looking to become the next that, like in the food business, menudo, mm-hmm. maybe a breakfast place, and we'll see if if it there gets even better. If people really want to try our tacos and things like that, I might expand it. I don't know mm-hmm. because that's uh, I don't want to add too much things on the menu either because I want to be like in and out, three things, and that's it. That's it. Keep food, it simple. Food costs down, you right? know. Keep exactly. it simple. And people are not gonna be like, oh, let me have an enchilada, let me have a flata, nah, let me have oh. nah. Meanwhile, you have a bunch of stuff in the back, and yeah, you know, things are going exactly, bad because yeah. nobody ordered the exactly. the freaking I don't yeah. know ostiones and shit exactly, for like, like two weeks. Yeah, exactly. Well, camarones 
congelados. Like, yeah, you can eat that crap. You, can't you know, that. you can't do that. Like, uh-uh. I'm going to stick to my quality. stick to my roots and, and stick to my quality of meat. And, and that's something my dad always taught me. Like, hey, dude, we're going to do something, but we're going to do it damn right. Yeah, and we're not going to mess this up. I'm like, it's a good, it's a good mentality yeah. to go in. He's yeah, like, yeah, like, you can even, even sometimes we make the tamale, but they're like, ah, why are you making them? It's too much work. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, no, no. And, and I understand him too, but. Also, the fact that people tried them and they loved them is like, oh, we got two things going on, you know? Uh-huh. He's like, right now is not the time. Let's make the tamales. But once we have people, we could actually do that. Yeah. You know, and teach them yeah. the right way. You know? Because, yeah, you're going to gas out and get tired. But, but everything we make is, is really different and really good. You oh, know, sure. and some people that like our food, some people that don't. But I, I would take pride on what we make. That's 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 it, man. Mm-hmm. And then how can you not like that? Exactly, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, that's it for another right. episode of the Dude from LA podcast, Mr. Menudo. That's right. Thank, Thank you, you for, for coming on, man. man. Oh, Thank you, man. Appreciate it's, it. It's dope, man. It's dope. All right, <laughs> All right peace. Thank you. Yeah.